May I speak in the name of God, who is Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. The Epiphany is one of these feasts that I absolutely love, I have to admit. This revealing of God. And there's so many memories that come to mind, just as Father Darren was reading the Gospel. I remembered two things, possibly irrelevant, possibly irreverent, one of which was the Christmas special of the TV programme Bottom, with Rick Mayer and Aid Edmondson. And a baby is left on the doorstep and they start wondering what's going on. And so they offer gifts, what have I got? Oh, some what was it, gold chocolate, a Frankenstein mask, and some girl aftershave. Linking in gold, frankincense and myrrh in the way that only a programme like that could. And also reminded of <coughs> preaching at a church in South Africa 15 years ago on the Feast of the Epiphany, which in some ways sort of made sure I'd be ordained or stopped me just running away screaming, saying, I don't want to do this, let me out. At some point I might tell you the story of that, not today, but it, it is literally... That experience did save my ministry. But the other thing with the Epiphany is the old version or different version at school, maybe Father Darren and maybe some others will remember it. We three kings of Orient are one in a taxi, one in a car, one on a scooter beeping his hooter and smoking a big cigar. Anyone else recognise it? Yeah. A few, yeah, it's older than I thought. It's fair to say very little of that makes an appearance in the Gospel reading or anywhere else in Scripture come to that. You could link Orient with coming from the East as the normal version of the hymn does. And of course, the normal version refers to three kings, although we hear about three gifts, gold, frankenstein and myrrh. I say gold, frankincense and myrrh. Not how many wise men or major kings there are. One in a taxi, one in a car, one on a scooter. Three different modes of tra travel. Possibly three quite different experiences of the journey. Having travelled in taxis in both South Africa and New York, it's fair to say that being in such a taxi is quite different to being in a private car in different ways across those two places. Maybe these people were from different backgrounds, but they were united on their journey. Beeping is hooter. It seems to fit more with taxis in New York than it does on scooters, to be honest. Impatience. Will we ever arrive? Will everyone else just not get out of the way? They're just annoying. Get, get off the road so we can get there easier. Why are everyone else slowing us down? Smoking a big cigar. I've never smoked unless you count furibles and incense and that kind of thing in church. So I can't speak firsthand about smoking. But it seems people quite often smoke when they're nervous, amongst other things. Maybe then there's a suggestion of nerves on this journey. Will the journey ever end? What will the Messiah be like? Should we ever find him? What are we doing? Why are we doing this crazy journey? And surely it should be somewhere important, not somewhere sort of obscure that we're going to. Some joke words with that version of the song. On the other hand, maybe they see, say something quite profound 
about the Magi, the wise men, the kings. Journeying together, possibly from different places, different backgrounds, impatient, frustrated, concerned, desperately wondering quite what this means, what they're doing, why are they doing it? But journey they do, as we hear in today's Gospel reading, finding, discovering the light of Christ, as prophesied in today's first reading from Isaiah. Gather together, come, discover, have revealed God here among us. Offer gifts, proclaim the praise of the Lord. Have God revealed, God in man made manifest, as one of the Epiphany hymns says. As we hear in Ephesians, the epistle, in former generations, this mystery was not made known to humankind, but now it has been revealed. And in fact, not just revealed to the people of Israel, but to Gentiles also. Now it has been revealed. God in man made manifest. Jesus is revealed. The Messiah is revealed. Sometimes we speak of a revelation or even an epiphany moment in our discovery of all kinds of things really, don't we? Suddenly we have a revelation about something. Suddenly the light bulb goes on. Suddenly the penny drops. Suddenly we get it. Personally, I've seen it in so many different ways over the years. Working out a maths problem. Learning to drive. How do you do the pedals and the steering wheel and the gear stick and the indicators and the horn when someone gets in the way or whatever else. All at the same time. On the other hand, just suddenly, simply understanding who did it in a murder mystery. As if by magic it seems so obvious. On the other hand, we just haven't been able to see it, haven't been able to get it. It didn't make sense, it didn't make sense, it didn't make sense, it didn't make sense. Wow, there it is. Surely it was there all the time, surely we knew. That epiphany moment, that revelation. And this is what the epiphany is all about. The Messiah being revealed. God in man made manifest. Revealed to the Magi, the wise men, the kings. Revealed in the baptism of Christ in the River Jordan. Revealed in the wedding feast at Cana. And in fact, the antiphon before the Magnificat at evening prayer for the Epiphany says quite powerfully, Today, Jesus is revealed to the Magi. Today, Jesus is revealed in the baptism of Christ at the Jordan. Today, Jesus is revealed at the wedding feast at Cana. Today, suddenly, abruptly, here it is. This is who Jesus is. A revealing, an unveiling, an understanding of who Jesus is to those around him. This epiphany season, 
going right the way up to Candlemas, is a season of these revelations, of these epiphany moments about Jesus. And so often it wasn't the so-called important and influential people that Jesus was revealed to. No. Foreign wise men, astronomers, not Jews, probably Zoroastrians. The steward at the wedding feast, not the host. Onlookers at Jesus' baptism. In a taxi, in a car, on a scooter, nervous, beeping hooters. A bit like the variety of Christians, really. We're all different, different backgrounds, different experiences. But Jesus is revealed to each of us. And in these epiphany moments, it's not people like Herod, but it's normal people. Jesus was revealed, was made known, is made known to a world who did not know him, even though the world had been waiting for generations. And the world carries on not knowing Jesus. It's searching, it's pondering, it's hoping, but it's not quite managing to discover, not quite managing to have that light bulb come on and realise and accept recognise who Jesus is. As the wise men, the major, the kings, discovered and worshipped Jesus, may we too help others to discover him for themselves, as at the same time we continue to rediscover again and again who Jesus is, and how our lives are shaped, changed, transformed through knowing him and following him. Helping those in a taxi and those in a car, reaching out to those on scooters, impatiently beeping their hooters, and those nervously smoking cigars. No matter who they are, let us play our part in helping to reveal Jesus to them, to see lives transformed through knowing and following Jesus. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen.